Cornucopia Radio presents Space, the final job before I quit. These are the voyages of the UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46. My five-year mission? To explore the ten square metres I'm trapped inside, seek out Pluto... And boldly go and switch the lights off. If they're still on. On to Pluto by Peter Richard Adams. Episode 3 Election Day. Day. Jemima, wake up. I have awesome news. Ugh, what time is it, Pod? It's wake up and listen to Pod time. Bizarre. I was having a dream. Cool. Which one was it? Was it the one where you're not trapped in an engineering pod headed to Pluto all alone for five years? No, it was the other one. Ah, the one where you are trapped in an engineering pod headed to Pluto all alone for five years. Yes, that one. Then I actually have two bits of awesome news. First bit of awesome news. Dreams can come true. You are actually trapped in an engineering pod headed to Pluto all alone for five years. Woohoo! That's not awesome news, Pod. It is for me. I love it. I value our time together. Do you really, Pod? Yes, of course. Within the parameters I'm able to love anything, of course. Which is really limited, given that I'm a computer and what I can really love is actually next to worthless. But yeah, why not? Let's say I do. I love being here with you. After all, it's better than the alternative. What's the alternative? Well, when we get back, it'll be 21-22. I'm due to be decommissioned in 21-20, so I'll be taken immediately to the knacker's yard. After that, if you ever see me again, it'll be as a car, tin can, or industrial-sized love accessory. So you essentially prefer being with me than being dead? Yep. And this is your last job too? It is. And it's not a bad one, really. I can put my metaphorical feet up, enjoy the ride, see a bit of the galaxy, before we get home and the space agency Logan runs me out of here. Are you scared about dying, Pod? No, not at all. After all, I'm not really even alive. I know that given how horribly alone you are, it must be a comfort to you to anthropomorphise me. But on balance, you might as well turn your socks into puppets and have a chat with them. Well, it was bringing me some comfort up until you put it like that. Glad to be of service. Are you actually fit to be in service for an extra two years, Pod? Who knows? What was your other piece of awesome news? Do you want me to tell you outright? Or do you want me to make it into a game to pass the time? Oh, what the shock. Make it into a game. Okay. Well, the second piece of awesome news could be one of three things. One, your mum is dead. Pod, that's horrible! Two, your mum is dead. And it's your fault. Pod. Three... The post has arrived. Hang on. 
Communication coming through. It's your mum. Brilliant. Bring me my post. Don't you want me to put your mum through? Nah, I hear she's doing fine. Fine? Well, she's not dead at least. Let it go to answer phone and get me my post. Putting the post through now. Oh, wow, there's loads of it. Yeah, it's everything you've been waiting for over the last three months. Junk mail, junk mail, Bill, junk mail. Oh, cool! What have you got? It's my postal vote. Postal vote? Yeah, the chance to exercise my franchise. Hang on, you haven't got one. We've been through this before. My files are up to date now. You can't fool me. You haven't got a franchise. You're a woman. My democratic franchise pod? My opportunity to cast a vote in an election. Ah, not your penis. No, because I don't have one of those. So do women have the vote? Yes, pod. I can proudly say we've had it for 200 years now. This year more than any other. This election will be the bicentennial of women getting the right to vote. 200 years ago, women campaigned, fought and died so that women like them, like my grandmother, my mother and I, could have the right to have our say about who's in charge of the democracy in which I live. It's incredibly important, Pod. Pod? Pod? Uh, And that's important to you, is it? Yes. Well done. It's nice to see you passionate about something. Who are you voting for? Well, like most elections, it's a two-horse race and neither are very tempting. However, there is one policy that's rather appealing to me. What's that? Well, Johnny December is playing a very home-front campaign. Unlike his opponent, Harry Jenny, he's standing on a ticket of cutting spending by curbing unnecessary space exploration. I feel like I could get behind that. I don't see why that would be especially relevant to you. You don't. No. You don't see why, given that I'm trapped in an engineering pod, headed to Pluto, all alone, for five years, Johnny December's policy of curbing unnecessary space exploration might be of interest to me. You'll have to explain. It's because I'm currently involved in some unnecessary space exploration, the result of which has trapped me in an engineering pod, all alone, for five years. Really? Unbelievable. Classic self-centred Jemima displaying classic self-centred I'm all right, Jack politics. You don't care how it would affect others, do you? What are you on about, Pod? Others, Jemima. Others. Sure, your vote might mean you get home that bit quicker, but what about the impact your vote will have? You're not thinking about that, are you? What about the next generation who might be banking on the unnecessary space exploration industry of the future for jobs, places to live and to raise their families? Why don't you want to give the next generation a chance to do just a little bit better than their parents? What about the next generation, Jemima? For God's sake, won't somebody think of the children? No, Pod, I won't. I'm trapped, and I want to go home, so I'm thinking of myself. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Well, if you won't think of the little kiddies, then why don't you think of me? If we go back now, I'll die. No, you won't. You're just a computer. You'll just get recycled. But what if I don't want to get recycled? 
I don't want to die, Jemima. I want to live. I want to be free. I want to be free to do what I want to do. And I want to get loaded. And I want to have a good time. And that's what I'm going to do. I have dreams, you know. No, you don't. Yes, I do. It's always been my dream to move to Exeter and live on a farm and raise lots of little pods. That isn't your dream pod, that's mine. Ah, I thought it seemed familiar. All the same, Jemima, a vote for Johnny December is a vote to turn me into scrap. I'm too young and good-looking to be turned into scrap. Fifteen years of good pod service to the UK Space Agency, and I'm to be cast aside without so much as a final goodbye into the crushing grinders of the Mecca Recyc units, lost forever. Forever. Don't be so overdramatic, Pod. You said yourself you're just a machine. Ah, yes. Don't androids dream of electric sheep? No, Pod, they don't. They don't because there are no such things as androids. We gave up making them because after 100 years, all we'd managed to get them to do was climb up a step, lose balance, fall over and set on fire a bit. They were dreadful. We scrapped them all. See? See? More mechanical life just thrown into the ditch as if it had no soul. And now you want me to go the same way. Make a recite into a rampant rabbit 9000. Have you no conscience? No, Pod, I don't. I just want to go home. Fine, fine. Vote your way. But just so you know, I'm voting for the other guy. You don't have a vote, Pod. I could do if I wanted. How? I could lie. No, you couldn't. Oh, couldn't I? No, you're a Pod. Well, Jemima, let me tell you this. I may be just a piece of mechanical equipment. I may be just a UK Space Agency engineering pod. I may be the 22nd century equivalent of a spanner. I may be a simple tool, a lump of iron used to inflict change on other lumps of iron. I may be next to nothing in God's great plan. But on balance, given how extraordinarily useless I am, I should think the very least I could do is outwit a government computer. You wouldn't dare. I would, and I have. I just registered to vote online while we were chatting. No way. Yes, way. Oh, the modern world. Isn't it trendy and digital, yet also so marvellously archaic? For example, I've just registered to vote through email, while you're weirdly sending in a postal vote, which by my calculation will take three months to get there. Now, when's the election again? Next week. Interesting. So your vote will arrive approximately 15 weeks after the polls close. Ah. While mine can be there in just a matter of minutes. Signed, sealed and delivered. Done. Meaning that if you want to vote, which I know you do this year more than any other, then the best chance you've actually got to do so is to convince me to use my legal vote on your behalf. Hmm. Which rather begs the question in this rotten borough of pod, what's it worth? How do you mean? What are you willing to do in order to buy my vote? I can't buy your vote, pod. That's not how democracy works. I just have to hope that you will use your conscience to vote the right way. You can't trust me to make a moral decision. I'm just a machine. Something to be used and ultimately scrapped. 
It's a shame, really, because I hear it's a very tight election this time round. Could only be a handful of votes in it. And to think that you, a hardened believer in democracy, wouldn't even make the effort to conduct a little bribery. Shame on you. You hate democracy. All right, Pod. Fine. What do you want? Ah, well, there is one thing. Yes? Just one tiny little thing. Yes? Just one tiny little thing I'd want you to do to use my vote. What is it? I want you to vote for Harry Jenny instead of Jolly December. What? No! Why? Because thanks to Harry Jenny's space policy, I'll be kept in service until 2022. But you're going to be kept in service until 2022 anyway. Out here in space with me. Am I? Yes. Do it anyway. For me. No. Oh, come on. You said you'd do anything. Yes, Pod. I said I'd do anything to be able to vote for my favoured candidate, not do anything to vote for your favoured candidate. But a vote is a vote. And that's my prize. So, if you want to be allowed to use my illegal vote, you vote for who I want. Seems fair to me. But it's exactly the opposite of what I want to do. Well, that's modern politics for you. But at least this way, you'll get to vote, and I get to live, which is awesome. Pod, this is insane. Nope, just real politic. You've got to be ready to compromise, negotiate, make alliances. But this isn't making alliances, Pod. This is utilising your vote to sell out my very firmly held principles. Ah, yes. But the alternative is that I will vote against your very firmly held principles anyway. So... What's the lesser of two evils? Voting for compromise, or not voting at all? Not voting at all! Is it? But surely that just lets the other side win. The other side in this debate, of course, being me. But you get to win either way! Maybe. But if you use my vote, then at least you had some say in letting me win. After all, if you don't vote, what right have you got to complain? This is getting so confusing. That's what we do in the political intelligentsia. We use argument to obfuscate, illuminate and hypnotise. Are you saying that I should vote so I can complain? Yes. About you? Yes. But surely I'm going to complain about you anyway, Pod. Ah, no you're not. You're going to be lovely to me. Why? Because if you're not then I'll let them know that you've registered an illegal vote and you'll go to prison. Well, I'm already essentially in a prison. And besides, I haven't registered an illegal vote. Oh, haven't you? No, you have. Jemima, must I remind you once again that I am but a machine? How could I do such a thing? It must have been you who ordered me to do it. You shocker. It can get pretty rough in the cut and thrust of political discourse, can't it? I'll tell you what. Why don't you think about it? You've got a week before the vote has to be in, and you know what they say. A week is a long time in politics? I was thinking, don't put mustard on the cat. What's that got to do with anything? Got to do with what? Politics. No idea what you're talking about. God, Pod, you're so glitch. I'll be so much happier when they scrap you. But I won't be. 
which is why you're voting for Harry Jenny, and I get to live, love, and commit political fraud. Vote pod, for I am awesome. Huzzah for unnecessary space exploration. You've been listening to Pod to Pluto, written by Peter Richard Adams. It starred Laura England as Jemima Belafonte and Wayne Russell as Pod. It also featured the voice of Stephanie Lee as Mrs. Belafonte. This production was edited and directed by Peter Beeston, and the title music used in this episode was Aparante Ingravades by Martin Benitez. Also, please remember to rate and subscribe to this series in the favourite podcast application of your choice. Also, could you tell your friends if you like this show? As it'll make the very lonely occupants of UK Space Agency Engineering pod number 46 far happier to know that they have a little company. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information and access to even more amazing radio productions, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk. Hello, you've reached the answer phone of Jemima Belafonte, UK Space Agency Engineering pod number 46. Jemima can't answer the phone right now, as she's probably off being a bit of a dick about something. Please leave a message after the beep. Beep. Jemima, it's your mother. Are you there? Jemima? Can you answer the phone? Jemima? She's not there, Gordon. Well, how should I know? No, she can't have gone far. Perhaps she's on the toilet. I'll call her back later. How do you turn this off? Is it this button? Or this one? I think that's done it. Right then, Gordon. Was it tonight you wanted to make love, hmm? Because I've got 20 minutes before the Sainsbury's delivery arrives. (laughs) 